Welcome to The Well Podcast, a safe place to find health and wholeness for your body, mind, and heart. My name is Kari Davis, growing up a pastor's daughter, being widowed at 38 with three little kids, being betrayed by those close to me, and now blending my family with a man that made my heart come back to life. I know that life can change and get derailed, but come to The Well, our online wellness collaborative where you will find restoration through wellness, inner healing, faith, and freedom. In the Bible, the woman at the well went for water, but when Jesus showed up with truth and healing, she got living water. So grab your bucket, a cup will not do, and join me at the well. It's time to refill, reset, and restore. Welcome back to the podcast. We are in for a special treat today. Rebecca Fry is back. If you remember from episode 19, those of you who have binge listened to the entire Well podcast, you heard from her back then. We love to get fired up on the topic and sit and talk. So we were talking freedom one day and we went and went off about that. Rebecca, do you remember that conversation? Yes, I absolutely do. (laughs) But today she's back in her specialty and she is a personal trainer and is also very, very knowledgeable in health and hormones and diet. And so this, I have been trying to lose some weight and I call her and just pick her brain and she's got a wealth of knowledge. She's always learning, always educating herself and is an amazing coach to so many women, especially she's coached women in their thirties, forties and beyond. And so I'm really excited to have Rebecca on. She's a coach on thewellteam.com. She also does real estate. She's a mom of three kids. She has an amazing travel life with her husband, Todd. And so I'm so glad to have her on and for you to learn from her today. So welcome back, friend. Thank you, my friend, for inviting me over. And I appreciate all the uh, accolades you gave me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely... I am definitely a jack of all trades. <laughs> yeah. So I think if you live in our community, you know you as a Zumba teacher and, but how much you live your life and how you guys cook and how you eat is just a really testament that you live the full natural lifestyle. And so I definitely want the podcast to learn from you more and more often. So today we're talking about this whole month, we're going to be talking about hormones and weight loss. And not just for people our age, we're in our 40s, but for people of all ages, you have a teenage daughter, I have a teenage daughter, she's actually calling me right now and I'm silencing it. Um, (laughs) And we've just been really concerned about this, the more that we've learned about hormone disruptors. And when I'm frustrated that I can't lose weight, I'm just blaming it on my age. But a lot of times it's because of the toxins that I'm taking in my body. And so You have um, five tips today to help balance your hormones. So everything that you're going to share today is for people like us in our forties that are starting to think about hormone challenges, but at the same time, things that we need to be aware of, even for our younger daughters. So how did you get into this? Were you researching for yourself or was it from clients that you work with? Well, first, I just want to thank you for having me over. And I also want to claim that I am not in the medical field. Like you said, I am a personal trainer, Zumba instructor, you know, done a lot of holistic um, uh, studies and things as such. And I've always had an interest in the body, its functions, and how can we improve and thrive in the world that we currently live. 
So with that being said, I claim to not, not be an expert in hormones, but I will share my experiences, what I have learned, what I'm doing, what I know can work for other women, and, uh, and hopefully a little bit of solutions to help us um, with all of the hormone disruptors around. But to answer your question, uh, can you repeat it again? Because I started ranting, excuse me. Yeah, just when you started researching about hormones, was it because of your own health journey or because of clients? So I began researching about hormones because of me. I didn't understand uh, what was happening with my body early after I had my daughter, which was my last kid. I have three kids and I had her when I was 33. Um, I had been on um, uh, contraceptives since I was 17 due to irregularity. And I will go back to that. So keep that in mind. I was put on contraceptives because I was quote unquote irregular with my periods and I needed to become regular. So they uh, doctors prescribed me as they knew back then hormones to regulate my hormones. Um, so that's so common, right? <laughs> yeah. Touche, right. Hormones to yeah. regulate my hormones. But, um, <clears throat> so with that being said, um, shortly after that, uh, we decided, you know, we're not having any more kids after having my daughter and, uh, I completely got off of the, um, contraceptives. So as I started to a few years after having the baby, I guess my hormones started to, I don't know, just get out of that baby, you know, feeding the baby and the, you know, the hormones, uh, got away from the pregnancy hormones and the post-pregnancy hormones and just started to regulate itself as where they were at. And at 37, I began to experience horrible periods. Um, just, not being myself. Um, it was as if I was back in high school when you begin your periods and they were very painful. And I don't know how to explain it. It was like, I went back in time with my periods. And, um, as I began to search for medical help, they discovered that I had, um, fibroids and that I had polyps and all of these things that I was like, what? So those were causing, um, heavy bleedings and, and, you know, the horrible periods I was experiencing and the pain. So the doctor recommended I did an ablation, which to explain an ablation is basically the, um, they, the, the lining of your uterus is basically frozen and you basically end with no lining on the uterus. And that's a uh, fast way to explain that. So, mm -hmm. With that being said, what that was going to do was I was going to have, I still have my ovaries and all, you know, they didn't have to do a hysterectomy, which back in the day when women had issues after a certain time and they were not going to have any kids, the answer was a hysterectomy. Then the new answer was an ablation. They leave you with your ovaries. Uh, so you have cycles, but you don't have heavy bleedings or no bleeding at all. For me, it became no bleeding at all. So I was in heaven. I still had my hormones and it took away all of that horrible sensation of periods and I didn't have any longer any polyps or fibroids so no scare of having any issues with my uterus so well, and you bring up a good point because I think that first of all I think that growing up I only thought of hormones as estrogen progesterone 
and testosterone, right? But those are like the only three that I thought existed. Mm -hmm. And I thought that just getting rid of the bad symptoms were like hiding it either from taking birth control, like you said, or I know a lot of women that had painful periods um, or just really heavy periods. We were always just trying to alleviate symptoms, but I never thought until just recently, I'm ashamed to say, what actually, what my body was actually doing, what it meant if you had heavy periods, how to balance your hormones in any ways to alleviate those symptoms without doing something really drastic. Exactly. And this is the reason why we resorted to go to doctors and, you know, because they alleviated the symptoms, we felt like we were in honeymoon when in reality, if you didn't regulate or balance your body, you were going to get to the next stage which the symptoms were going to subside for a period of time, but then you will have other symptoms because if we go back and look at the ages of 30 or, you know, sometimes early 30 or late thirties, we begin a process called perimenopause, which women can go through for years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, as I've heard experts said, you know, 13 years prior to getting into menopause, your perimenopausal a stage can begin. And that's when, you know, you can have heavy periods, you can have all kinds of things. But if we start looking into the culprit of these things, it's so much more than just all these symptoms and no answers. And then let's just, let's just deal with it. Oh, we'll give you progesterone because you're, you know, you're having this issues, or we'll give you an ablation because you're having these issues, which in reality are not going into looking at the body as a whole. And, and trying to figure out, okay, what is causing the disruption? And as you and I spoke that I was going to, you know, talk about, you know, five or six things that are out there that are disrupting our hormones. Um, you know, the, the biggest one is it's environmental it's environmental toxins. That's the biggest hormone disruptor out there. And it starts from your home, the products you use, Um, the things that you do, what you eat, what kind of food you buy, um, the water that you drink. I mean, just drinking water from a plastic bottle um, that is not BPA, it's, it's, it's a problem. So there are so many factors that are outside factors that affect the inside of the body, and especially women and their hormones. So, and we can go on and on and deeper into this, but, um, Mm-hmm. I, I would recommend, you know, for everybody, I want to empower everybody. And that's exactly what you want to do to do their own research. And, and not, you know, we want to spark their desire to look into things deeply and not just take us for what we say in our own experiences. Uh, but it's absolutely the outside factors are affecting the inside. And there are many things out there. And as we continue this process in, in speaking about everything, I, at the end, I will recommend a couple of resources that I've um, used to learn more about hormones. Right. Well, and that's, and I'm just so glad that we're talking about this because I, I, I can't be alone that I didn't think of it. So your hormones are your body's chemical messengers. It's not just your sex hormones. It's not just your fertility. You know, I just thought of hormones as your libido and what helps get you pregnant. (laughs) And I really did not think about all of them, but insulin is a hormone. Cortisol, your stress hormone is a hormone. 
Then you have melatonin that helps you sleep. Of course, your estrogen and, and testosterone. So when I know after me, after a time after TJ passed away, my hormones were completely out of whack because of stress. And so then I couldn't lose weight, you know, plus people brought me so sweet, but everyone brought us comfort food, of course, you know, so I just thought it was because of how I was eating, but then I started eating better and nothing moved. And so if you are frustrated about weight loss, and if you're also wanting to teach your daughter how to always maintain a healthy weight, how to maintain a healthy attitude, how to just maintain her hormones. It's so important that we look at this. And so when Mm -hmm. we talk about endocrine disruptors, I didn't learn about that until I got into essential oils and, and people started teaching me why, why I should get rid of chemicals in my home. But your endocrine system is all of this all tied up together, your hormones, and it's absolutely affecting so much of your body. So let's not, our first point is let's not just look at getting pregnant, bad periods and weight. Let's think of everything that you put into your body, that it's affecting your sleep, your stress, your sugar intake, or or how your body's processing sugars. It's so much more than that. So am I the only one that didn't know that? (laughs) No, um, I, I'm in the same boat with you. I, I didn't really understand hormones, hence the fact that I resorted to go to doctors to give me answers. And I just, you know, listen and, and did what they told me to do. And it wasn't until I began, um, began in essential oils as well and learning about toxins a lot deeper, even though I've always used a holistic approach about my body, I always thought of it about nutrition and exercise, but I never saw beyond that until I began using products um, such as essential oils for my health and for my daily protocols for living a better life. And, um, and absolutely your endocrine system is such an important part because it regulates everything. Right. And, uh, and we, everything you said, insulin, cortisol, all of those things are affected. Um, and they are affected because in this country, we are metabolic systems are completely shot. Uh, there's so much metabolic metabolic imbalance, and we are completely tired and stressed and fatigued. Our adrenal system is not working um, the way it should, and it's all because our hormones affect those systems. And uh, I I just know that people are living in such a stressful time. You know, the stress of striving, the stress of doing that they are not thinking, how is that affecting their body? You and I talked about the fact that strength training, you know, it's such an important thing for people and taking the time to exercise. It's not just going outside and walking. It's not just going and riding my bike. Oh, you know, punch that. I, I, I did my exercise. It's using strength training as well, building muscle, lean muscle mass to help your body, because the more we, everybody usually knows that the more muscle you have, the more calories that you burn. Mm -hmm. So, um, it is extremely important. And I always recommend people to do high intensity interval training because it can get your cardio and your strength training there, especially for women, which is a lot harder for us to build lean muscle mass. Mm -hmm. And in the, in the, what you spoke about insulin and cortisol, it's all affected by our activity levels and 
also by our um, nutrition, what, what we put in our body related to food, you know, decreasing sugars, decreasing carbohydrates and eating healthy fats and increasing protein is a must. Uh, obviously, we are, bi- we are all biochemically made differently. So not what works for me works for you. But in the context of things, what's been studied and proved is that doing some of these things, it's better for our hormones than, you know, resorting to eating a muffin in the morning or having a bagel with cream cheese or, you know, grabbing something like that and, and, and not really taking the time to think about what is that I'm putting in my body every single time that we eat. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's why, (laughs) that's why we talk about self-care so much on this podcast Mm -hmm. is not going to take, you know, going to get a manicure, but it's doing those things in your day, learning how your body is functioning. You're going to be able to listen to it. That's why we have podcasts about intuitive eating and also cycle syncing. Also knowing if you are still getting a period, what, part of your cycle that you're on that is affecting your hormones so much. So maybe the high intensity interval training is not when, when you're, it's the week that you have your period, maybe that week you're just going for walks or doing some yoga. So really learning how you're working. We're just trying to whet your appetite with this episode, but getting rid of those chemicals, strength training, reducing your sugars, but bringing in more protein is so, so key. And once you start doing some of those things, you're going to be like, so shocked at how much your body is responding. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, when you said all those things regarding to what works for people, it's, it is important to, to note that um, we're all made differently, but if we don't begin this journey of discovery of what could work on what could help us, um, there's no results. So you just have to begin a journey and then find what works and give everything a period of time. Don't think that, you know, we, we are so self-gratifying society that we think, okay, we do something for three days and we're going to get the results. Absolutely not. And usually um, in, in my experience and in a lot of my clients' experiences and people that I work with is that sometimes those things that you do They don't immediately create the result that you want, but after a period of time, you see them. And actually, I just want to say something specifically. When you begin to take supplements, they don't begin to make you feel good immediately. You actually go through like a purging part in your body of your body doing certain things because it's it's assimilating those nutrients. It's detoxifying at the same time. So your body has to go through a process. It's almost like a cleansing process an assimilation process before it begins to give you a result that happens with exercise that happens with diet that happens across the board with everything. And, um, and we just have to be patient and be consistent. Those two are key patience and consistency. Um, are very important when you're trying to see what your body's going to do, but resorting to a pill that, uh, might make you feel good instantly. It's not necessarily the answer, not in every case. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, and so, and that's why I want to talk about our daughters really quick, because, Mm -hmm. you know, I have made choices to get rid of a lot of chemicals in my cleaning supplies. I don't use fragrance. Fragrance is one of the most awful culprits of endocrine disruptors. 
But my daughter, <laughs> when she hit a certain age, wanted Bath and Body Works. And I get into her car and I beg her to not have the air freshener, but she insists on it. And it's just, it's so frustrating. So yes, we get to vote with our dollars as the mother of the household. Chances are you do a lot of the shopping in your home and you can absolutely control a lot of the environmental factors. In fact, in the show notes, I'm going to post the video. It's a class that we have on the wellteam.com. It's called the beginner's blueprint for natural living. So if you're listening to this and you're kind of starting to freak out a little bit, you're like, my hormones have been a disaster. And now my daughter's hormones are going to be a disaster. Boys count too, by the way. But if you are just seeing how simple it can be to start to make some of these changes, we have that class on there. And Rebecca is essential oil certified. I am as well. And we have a bunch of coaches on the well that can help you replace a lot of it with natural products with essential oils. But um, essential oils are not the only solution. How do we get these girls to how do we, do you set a rule with your daughter of what she's allowed to use or are you letting her have some freedom in this? So I always try to teach when it comes to, you know, and sometimes with daughters, especially teenage daughters, they don't want you to be their teacher. But I do believe that um, the saying that the more you hammer something down, it eventually, <laughs> it eventually sink in. And, you know, our daughters tend to have a battle with us because they want to try to find their own self and their own personality and who they are. Well, so, and they want what their friends are using. And right, they want absolutely, them. absolutely. Yeah. They, they see it on, on, you know, we have a heavy marketing social media. They see it on social media. They see it on TikTok. They see it on, um, you know, their friends, as you say. And it's, it's, it's what they know because it's what the influence around them. Um, so I, I just try to explain, Hey, listen, this is some of the things that this can happen. Um, I definitely, I, I allow some leniency because I know eventually she will, um, put those things away. You know, we had the issue with candles for a while that my, my daughter wanted candles. So I try to buy the best candles for her because I understand, you know, we, we yeah. also, the more that we say, no, 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 you know, we, we don't want them to still do it without talking to us. So I, I want to keep those lines of communication open and, and for them to um, be able to, to tell us, okay, this is, you know, I want this and I like it because of this reason. So we explain the pros and the cons. We let them decide sometimes. And um, with the candle issue, I, I bought her the best candle I could find. And I let her have candles for a while. And, and then, you know, it was a stage. She then decided, you know what, I like essential oils better. So, and, and she thrives on putting, she has a, a couple of in her room, she has a couple of uh, diffusers. So she loves choosing her blends. And, you know, she absolutely loves taking baths with Epsom salts and lavender and frankincense and all these other ones. So, you know, I know that the desire because she has the example is there and she has learned from example and from the leadership that I am in her life. And I do want to say that um, I love to see her wanting to take Epsom salts at night. She plays sports. Um, and then use lavender and all those things, because those are actually things that help your hormones and helps you regulate. Because the, when you find things that take away stressors, those are things that help your body. So keep in mind and make a note, if you're listening, that, um, you know, taking a, a nice Epsom salt bath with essential oils at night, and it helps 
with reducing stressors and calm you and get you ready for a good night's sleep, which is very much needed, um, you know, to help your hormones. So yeah. does that make sense that, you know, I, I kind of talk to my daughter, I allow her to do certain things. I also try to find what's best in that category, but I teach her and I know eventually she will um, learn and she will do. <laughs> Sometimes what happens is on our side. So my daughter is 16. She just bought this lash serum, um, you know, and her entire eye broke out. And, oh my God. I'm and sorry. I try so hard to not be like, I told you so. I told you I would make you a lash serum with essential oils and castor yeah. oil. Um, but I just, it's so hard as a parent to bite your tongue. But yes, you're right. I need to do more education. My problem is I have a visceral response when they spray the stuff. It's what got me into natural living is that I had a, a response in my body. I get awful headaches. And so I get frustrated and I have not been the greatest leader. I've just been maybe more of a complainer, but <laughs> I'm going to work on it. Um, I will say that it's really good if your daughter is old enough to take a capsule that they can take a phytoestrogen complex. Um, it's through doTERRA. It's the only reason why I know about this that helps alleviate some of those fake estrogens that are floating around their mm. endocrine system. And yeah. so it's almost like a Pac-Man, you know, like used to watch Pac-Man that would gobble it up. It gobbles up the bad estrogens floating there, the fake estrogens. Yeah, they call and them so that is a really yes. good option. I tell them if they're going to use that, that they need to take a capsule of this. <laughs> yeah, they call those xenoestrogens. And yeah, the, there's xeno, the uh, phytoestrogen is a xenoestrogen detoxifier. So it's great. For, yes. Thank you for remembering the terms. Well, no, no. I mean, it's, it's in everything. Remember the, you know, estrogens are in foods are in just everything and, and it's harmful to our body. Um, and you know, our body is, uh, does cleaning and especially at night, that's why we need a good night's sleep. And, um, it, it helps, uh, detoxify us from these harmful things, but, sometimes that affects you know estrogen and specifically in young females when your estrogen is affected this is why they have so many issues so it's hard to explain that kind of things to our daughters because they haven't done the research that we've done and, and heard it from the experts but but it's definitely something that we can say hey you know this is going to affect your period um and honestly this is a battle i do have a response as well as you say with um, all this fragrance and all these things, I have to step away from it because I immediately start sneezing. Um, my eyes get watery. It's almost like I, I'm completely allergic to them. Mm -hmm. uh, and she sees that. And I, yeah. I say, do you, do you think that's a good thing if it's causing me that reaction? So, you know, I, I try to make her think, I think that, you know, our, everybody has to use critical thinking to arrive to their own conclusions and to learn um, we can, we can try to, you know, lead a horse to water, but we can't make it drink. And that's, that's true with everything. So I just, I try to, to create a critical thinking environment and I know how frustrating it is when they don't listen. Trust me. I, sometimes I just want to scream, but, mm -hmm. but definitely when it comes to all these things, um, it's a learning process. I mean, I remember me, I had no idea. I didn't even know I wanted, you know, the, 
the all the fragrance, Dior, Chanel, and all that stuff. And that stuff, I just can't stand it anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, and there are some high-end perfumes that I think do use botanicals, mm-hmm. um, but it's they have to be pretty high-end, and then they're really expensive. Um, and so to find some alternatives with essential oils are one really, really great. But we, you know, we're in it with you. We understand if you're a mother of a tween or a teenage daughter that it is a challenge. But just to get them to understand what all is at play. And if your body is, if you have a headache, if you have really bad cramps, it's not that you should just accept that you have all these awful symptoms with your period or other times of the month, crazy PMS. It is a way that your body is telling you that something is out of whack. And so to find natural things rather than just throw a pill at it, or, you know, I just, I really am going to encourage her to not go on the pill for as long as she can. I also, that's a whole other talk, Um, but definitely to be doing those natural things. That's why we want you to feel empowered to do those natural things, to cut a lot of the chemicals in your home and to use essential oils. Essential oils bring balance to the systems of the body. And so it works the same for your hormones. There's amazing oils like Ylang Ylang and Clary Sage and lavender, like you mentioned, Um, so many different oils that the girls can use, we can use as women too, to really bring balance to that system. And so let's just throw as many natural things at it as possible, as well as like Rebecca said, things to lower your cortisol, to um, balance those systems rather than just throw medicines at them right away. Absolutely. Just like you said, we need outside environmental things, just like products. And we also need the nutrition and, and, and staying on top of it and teaching our daughters. Again, we can, we can make the food, we can give it to them, we can tell them the benefits. We can teach them so eventually they'll learn. We cannot force them, unfortunately, in certain things. But absolutely, it begins with the products that they use. Specifically, you know, like um, deodorant, it's a it's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of the girls, you know, during this the early times of uh, puberty, and they they start to smell funny, and they think they can't find a uh, deodorant that could work. And I know that for natural um, deodorant, I just want to say, since we are, use it and we're advocates of it, and DoTerra has them they will take a little longer to work, but don't give up. Don't give up on using it. It took me four weeks and I know people probably were uncomfortable around me. I just, when I knew that I, that, that was happening, because you know, I I'm in the gym and I'm exercising all the time and teaching fitness. I would say, ah, yeah, I decided not to use deodorant for a period of time. (laughs) That's what I would say. And then, uh, and I would laugh and then like, no, I switched to, you know, it, it, it was a joke. I would laugh and say, you know, I switched to uh, natural deodorant, but it takes a little bit for my body to assimilate because I've been using toxic deodorant for so long. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't know how to work with this deodorant, but I promise you it will work. Give it at least four weeks. It will work because all I use is natural deodorant. And it works like a charm. It works great. So, well, right. And let's go back to what I try to always get us to think on this podcast. How did God design it? Not how have we as humans messed it up, 
but he designed us to detoxify through our armpits. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he, absolutely. He designed us to sweat. So using an antiperspirant that is going to stop the sweating process is not how it was intended. So that's I don't thinking. use an antiperspirant. I use natural <laughs> deodorant. So I do have sweat and the girls are like, but it gets on my shirt or I don't want to be. And I understand completely, especially when you're that age, your hands are a little sweatier. I was so paranoid. I had sweaty feet in middle school. Like I remember these things. So let's just try to listen, but let's also get our kids to remember how did God make our body? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Critical thinking is super important. And just like you said, there is no reason to uh, stop the sweating when the sweating is needed. Uh, again, so many reasons why we're disrupting our endocrine system is because we try to go against nature and against the, the re, you know, the way that the, the body is supposed to work. I know, so, exactly. so yeah, I, you know, I, I love that we're driving the point of using critical thinking here. And, and I hope that if anything, um, the people that are listening, take from here, you know, think about the way your body works. And if you're doing the opposite of that, or if you're doing something that goes against that, then you're harming your body. You're oh, harming ouch. your body. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so I'm gonna sum up with your five points that you've made so well today, and then you have some resources. Um, yeah. So number one is just to begin one thing at a time. We can help you with this, reduce those environmental toxins in your home, at least the ones that you can vote for with your dollars. So plastics and organic food when possible and switching to natural beauty products and cleaning supplies. That sounds like way too much. So again, go to that class on thewellteam.com. Number two is to be moving your body. It's a great way to get natural hormones and, is, and also is just amazing for your heart health and everything. Number three is to reduce those sugars that are poison, that are inflammatory in the body and alcohols. Number four, reduce your carbohydrates. Um, just get those really good real food foods, um, high protein. And number five is to improve your quality of sleep, whether that is with essential oils, whether that's a nighttime routine, because it, like Rebecca said beautifully, that is where your body's going to clean and restore and reset. And that sleep is so important for your hormones. So there's a lot of helps and please reach out to us. If this is kind of triggering you, we don't want you to feel overwhelmed. We want you to absolutely just to be, have your appetite wet for learning how your body's working. So Rebecca, you have some great books and different ways that you've learned these things. Yes, absolutely. And I don't, I want to reiterate with your, um, with what you talked about um, that definitely go into that class that it's more in depth. Um, Dr. Marissa Snyder, uh, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution, which is Reclaim Your Energy and Focus on Loose Weight Naturally. This is a great one. It has a lot of information and a lot of protocols that you can use to help with your hormones. And then Another one that um, is Dr. Sarah Gottfried. She's excellent. She has a couple of books, but this one is really good. It's Women, Food, and Hormones. Um, it's an excellent book, and I would definitely recommend that one for people to read. And to give you some ideas on how to detoxify your body naturally with 
Obviously you can use essential oils all day long. That helps. Uh, got some good supplementation. It's a, it's a must, but then foods that you can add um, are flax seeds, sprouts, cabbage, broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, kale. Those are things that you can add on a regular basis to your diet that will help you detoxify your metabolism from those xenoestrogens uh, that are so harmful. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. It's so different to do a podcast with you because you and I are usually just like laughing and <laughs> messing around the whole time we talk. We were so serious today. I know this was very serious. Well, and this is something not to take lightly. I mean, it, it is, it is a concerning thing. It's affecting so many women. Women do not understand why they're having these symptoms. Um, their, you know, their emotions are being shattered. They're you know, they don't know why they can't sleep. They don't know what they can't concentrate. They don't know why they have so much anxiety and they're in their thirties or early forties. And they're like, Oh, I'm not supposed to be in menopause. But yet, you know, a lot of us didn't understand as I do. And you now that we can begin having all this stuff way before we hit menopause. And actually when we hit menopause, the symptoms have subsided. So it's just, it's, it's a complicated thing that it that begins to be a discovery for each person but there's definitely people that are concerned and people that are rallying for all of you know for each other you know just because of our experience i want to rally for other women and you want to rally for other women and be like there's answers there's things that we can do you know we're all here together we're all in this together we're here for you so so you know it can be fun to talk about our experiences, but we definitely, because we each have different ones, but I think we need like a group podcast and bring a lot of women together to talk about our hormonal experiences. And we will probably be laughing because there's some stuff that I'm sure is super funny. Well, um, well, and, and I mean, exactly. We could be talking about libido. We could be talking about weight loss. We could be talking about so many things. that's all having to do with your hormones. So this is kind of your intro today. Right. So, for sure. For sure. I hope we come back again. Yeah. I hope we come back again and bring some other women here together. And let's talk about uh, vaginal dryness and, (laughs) you know, all the other stuff that's out there uh, that we could talk about, but definitely. (laughs) I mean, I mean, we got to get to the nitty gritty of stuff. So. Oh my gosh. All right. Thanks for being on. Okay. All right. Thank you. you Thank you, everybody. Refilled after being at the Well podcast. Please take a second and fill out a review. This is the only way that we know if you're enjoying the podcast and what you're enjoying about it. Also, subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. And we would love to have you in our Facebook community group. The link is in each episode. We are better together at the Well.